of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. I am angry. We are not going back. Not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Well, hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain. Welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. This is your home for common sense conservatism. What a great day to wake up as an American. I mean, every day is a great day to wake up as an American, of course. But let's be honest. We've been on a ro- we've been on one hell of a rocky road the last several years, like the last seven. And yesterday, very interesting day. I do not believe Kevin McCarthy thought for a minute that Nancy Pelosi was going to stab him in the back <laughs> and not come bail him out. But lo and behold, what? You can't trust the Democrats any more than you can trust the Republicans? That's so weird. <laughs> not. We've got the great highlights for you. As Matt Gates singularly comes out as a human wrecking ball, he does the job, pulls the plug on the grenade, lobs it, puts fingers in his ear, and watches everybody go, what? That just happened, and it did. We've got all the nuts and bolts for you, ladies and gentlemen. So delighted to be with you. Welcome aboard. Remember, you can live join the live stream chat, Wendy Bell Radio Network app, and follow along on the podcast, Wendy Bell Radio. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. Well, the House of Representatives, my dear friends, is in rehab. It's been spiraling out of control, hopelessly addicted for decades until finally an adult stood up and staged an intervention. No more broken promises that you're going to get clean. No more. No more late night back alley deals to get your fix. No more binges, followed by the long hangovers of inaction, followed by more empty promises that you know and we know that you will never fulfill. No more stealing from us to fund your habit. No freaking more. And my friends, this is exactly how it sounded. On this vote, the yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. 
Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. And a hush fell over the chamber the moment the addicts realized, uh-oh, change is coming. This is going to suck. Withdrawal is miserable. It is scary. Yes, it is. It is time, though. This family has spoken. It must be done. You know, Matt Gates. as you listen to the voices who are coming out of the woodwork to tell you how terrible it is that for the first time in U.S. history, the Speaker of the House has been booted from the position. The same man, by the way, who allowed Nancy Pelosi to share office space with him. Look, I know we say the pledge every day and we say one nation under God, indivisible, and I'm down with that, but that's not who we are. That's not where we are. And I'm not going to lie to you and say kumbaya, that's where we, we should be right now. I find so many of these people, i.e. every single member of that House of Representatives, as a Democrat, they are my enemy. Absolutely my enemy. You know who's also my enemy? People who share spaces with my enemy. People who commingle with my enemy. People who pretend to be my friend who are really my enemy. And that is what Matt Gates has forced out into the open. He has flushed not just the politicians, not just forcing members of Congress to take a stand, not just illuminating the many various factions of Republicans, because there are many different shades of conservative, apparently. There's that wishy-washy, mealy-mouthed conservative who's really more of a Democrat, but really doesn't like debt. There are those who are more constitutionalist. There are more who are MAGA, Right. All of these various factions now are stuck looking at each other saying, um, okay, now what do we do? Well, you do what the people of the United States have asked for you to do for decades. To do what is right by we the people. To listen to what we say, not to what you want. Because if we're really being honest, and that's what it's all about... Obama is controlling Biden. Pelosi was controlling McCarthy. The DOJ is controlling Trump's indictments. The FBI is controlling big tech censorship. Zelensky is controlling this endless foreign aid. Big Pharma is controlling the media. And BlackRock is controlling all of them. And so finally, one person steps forward and says, you know what? No more kicking the can down the road. No more continuing resolutions. We hired you based on a set of promises that you said yes to so you could get that precious gavel in your hand. And you never once ever had an intention to fulfill those promises. And we knew it, which is why we tucked in that special little provision. What was it? Vote number eight before he got the gavel? That one person could set in motion the possibility that became a reality yesterday. And I don't think Kevin McCarthy knew where it was coming from. I don't think he thought it was going to happen. I think he's completely stunned. And I think Matt Gates emerges not just as the leader who holds the line for the little guy, we the people, 
but he becomes a very appetizing Donald Trump next. Does he not? And so now conversation is going to swirl about the possibility. Could they name President Trump himself to this position? Possibly. We're going to talk, we're going to talk a little bit about that in a moment. We're also going to play some sound for you illuminating the exposure of Fox News. They say that they are with us, that they are conservative media, that they have your values, that they believe in what you believe in, but they do not. They are no different than Kevin McCarthy. It is an insider, good old boys, beltway bubble bunch of BS. And they'll cover each other's backs and they'll go out and they'll have drinks and do what else? Whatever else it is they do while you foot the bill. And so the conversation will come from the left today. Again, it'll resuscitate what we heard in January. What a laughing stock the GOP are. They can't get anything straight. They're running around in all sorts of different directions. Well, let me ask you guys. Would you rather be a clone trooper whose emperor controls your every move on the Death Star, whose purpose is to destroy the United States from within, make no mistake, that is the new liberal world order that they want? Or would you like to be on the other side of the chamber? Squabbling, yes, but awake and aware and alive and the only opportunity that things change in this country because the path we're on is unsustainable and these people are not listening to us. They do not get it. Seven House Republicans joined Matt Gates. Ten of them stood up to push the table motion. They came right before this vote. You know what? We really don't need to be talking about that. I want to talk about the, what, 200 Republicans who went along with that? Nah, we kind of like it the way it is. We like this limping along until the holidays, until this monster bill gets pushed on us by the Senate. And we do what we've always done, spend way above our means, lie to the American people, fund foreign wars of no benefit to us at all. And part of these provisions that Kevin McCarthy was going for, border funding, which should be everybody's number one priority right now. It was all connected to House Republicans admitting and agreeing to give up their fight to impeach Joe Biden. Really? To give up the idea that funding for Ukraine can be stopped. Kevin McCarthy weaseled and wheeled and dealed, probably in his own office with his bunkmate, Nancy Pelosi. And Matt Gates and seven other Republicans said, screw you. Pay attention to the people who didn't join that. Pay attention to the media voices who try to tell you this is such a bad deal. Really? How much worse can it be? 
Buckle up, friends. We're just getting started. Trump as speaker? Is it possible? Oh, boy. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So I woke up and I almost spit out my coffee as I saw this headline as folks are talking about having Donald Trump be the Speaker of the House. Is it possible? Well, Troy Nels has pushed it out there. He says, you know what? This is what we, th- we should push. Donald Trump, is there one way you could unite your party or at least for sure flush out the people who need to be primaried out? Than this. Now, would Donald Trump ever do that? I have no idea. I'm not an insider. I don't have any of these Congress people on speed dial. They're not texting me the way they are Sean Hannity. But I can tell you as a mom, as, a, as an honest person, I'm looking at this from 30,000 feet. Can you try to tell me that this is not a good deal? That the chaos that we're in now as the house goes into rehab and has to make some obvious admissions, it is addicted. It's time. It's time to get clean. Sobriety is possible, right? I want you to hear Kevin McCarthy last night. What did he have to say? It was interesting. He spoke for 48 minutes, and the first, like, 40 minutes was just blowhardy uh, central. But this he said, you know what? He's going to call the people who voted against him not conservative. He says, these are the imposters. Really, really, Kevin? Audio soundbite one. Let's be fair, and it's wrong that you ever say they are not conservatives. They voted against, one, the greatest cut in history that Congress has ever voted for, $2 trillion. They voted against work requirements. They voted against NEPA reform. They voted against border security. They voted against... They don't get to say they're conservative because they're angry and they're chaotic. That's not the party I belong to. The party of Reagan was if you believed in your principles that you could govern in a conservative way. They are not conservatives and they do not have the right to have the title. Wow. I find it very interesting that he quoted both Lincoln and Reagan. I'm sorry, um, Kevin. But the deals that you just mentioned that the conservatives that you say are faux conservatives, what they pushed back against is that all of the things that you guys pushed out there could have been erased with the stroke of a pen. And Matt Gates even said that. Don't put out window dressing, say that you're trying to get stuff accomplished or come out as Jim Jordan said. This blew me away yesterday. We're trying. That was his defense of Kevin McCarthy. We're trying. I'm sorry, we're past that. Jim, come on. Kevin McCarthy goes on and says this. This blew me away. We have January 6th defendants in prison as we speak being treated like animals their lives destroyed the lackey media glomming on ruining their reputations yes and we have jamal bowman who we know pulled a fire alarm for a reason and so does the speaker and he doesn't make any kind of moves to eliminate jamal to expel this guy from Congress, you're okay with this, Kevin? This is why people wanted you gone. Audio sound by two. Saturday, I took a risk for the American public. Regardless what anybody says, no one knew whether that would pass. The Democrats didn't want that bill. Yes, they pull a fire alarm. Yes, they do their conga line. Yes, they wanted to delay. But it was all for the American people. I could not look the troops in the eye 
and say I would not pay them. For those who spoke on the floor, I thank them for their positive talks. I don't know what those who voted against and said there was some deal, they were never a part of any deal. For those who said about what we accomplished, I'm proud of what we accomplished. From the Parents' Bill of Rights to our energy bill. Oh my gosh. There you go. 51 seconds of why I hate politicians. Stop with the word games, Kevin. You just said yes. He pulled the fire alarm to delay the vote. God bless America. We need grown-ups in Congress, not children. Republican Texas Representative Troy Nels nominating former President Donald Trump for Speaker of the House Tuesday, shortly after McCarthy announced he would not be running again. He wouldn't be able to get across the finish line. He knows better. Nell said on Twitter, I nominate Donald J. Trump for Speaker of the House. This week, when the U.S. House of Representatives reconvenes, my first order of business will be to nominate Donald J. Trump for Speaker of the U.S. House. He can, you know, and Trump could, you know. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Um, High judge, crazy liberal judge in Manhattan. I'd love to come back, but America has hired me (laughs) to be the third in line before I'm now first on the throne. How about this? House Republicans kick Pelosi out of the hideaway after McCarthy's ousted. How is it possible that Kevin McCarthy is sharing space with Nancy Pelosi? Get out. Your team lost. Move along. Shortly after that historic vote to oust McCarthy from the speakership, House Republican leadership informed former Speaker Nancy Pelosi that she must vacate her Capitol hideaway office on Wednesday. That's what they call it. With all of the important decisions that the new Republican leadership must address, she says, which we are eagerly awaiting. One of the first actions taken by the new speaker was to order me to immediately vacate my office in the Capitol, she said. Well, yes, in fact, Nance, that's exactly what happened. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out either, because, uh, yeah, the door is being re-keyed. So nobody gets in until they are elected in. Interesting times, ladies and gentlemen. It is, after all, a glorious time to watch history unfold, to see the covey of rhinos flushed by the hunting dogs, to see the people who actually love this country and represent our values pull out their proverbial shotguns and take them down. And you play a vital role in that. Exposing Laura Ingram, Matt Gates. I don't think Laura expected this. She is destroyed by him. And the rhino that is Laura Ingram, exposed for all to see, moments away on the Wendy Bell Radio program. Think about this. I heard people on the radio today dropping lingo about continuing resolutions and omnibus bills. When in American history have we been this awake? Have we been this aware? Have we started to monitor what on earth Congress does? What do you people do? Who are you voting for? Who do you represent? Where are your priorities? Because if your priorities are with the PACs, with the special interest groups that flood you with money so that you can stay in power, because that is it. 
that is your addiction? It's not about helping us. It's not about America. It's not about American exceptionalism. It, it isn't about, about us being everything and more to every country that just wishes that they had a nibble of this amazing experiment. It's not been about that to these people. I never thought I would say in my life my preferred channel for television viewing is C-SPAN. And 47 million other Americans join me every month. That is victory. Look, Matt Gates, he lobbed that grenade, friends. The place blew up. Because it needs to. What emerges from the rubble, we get to watch. You get to hear how people vote, who they side with, their factions, their coalitions, their wheeling and dealing. All the while, Democrats sit like sheep, all looking the same, all voting the same, all believing in America last. And they'll wrap themselves in the Constitution. They'll drop big words on you like democracy. Oh, my gosh. Anybody who's for the status quo, anybody who's not into the grenade being lobbed, anybody who thinks this is a bad idea, in my opinion, is complacent with where we are. Are you good with where you are? If this is as good as life got for you, would you be happy? If we took a flash right now, take a picture. This is your life. This is as good as it's going to get. Are you pleased with that? Does that satisfy you? Because if your answer is no, you've come to the right place. Now, I, I was very intrigued by Matt Gates sitting down with Laura Ingram on Fox yesterday. It was a very interesting give and go. Matt Gates is steady. He is the same person he's been. He tells you what he's trying to do, why he's not afraid to be the only one doing it. How many times have I said, it takes one. It just takes one. And he says, if it, me- if it means me, let's go. He Todd Beamered, let's roll. But it exposed Laura Ingram. She is a, an establishment inside the Beltway millionaire. She's no different than the people in Congress. It's a good old boys club with her. It's a good old boys club with Mike Huckabee and Mark Levin and Newt Gingrich and Bill O'Reilly and Brian Kilmeade. You know, because he called the people who didn't want to give Kevin McCarthy the gavel the first time. He called them insurrectionists. Pay attention who these people really are. They're not Republicans, or maybe they are, but they're not MAGA. MAGA. Great. Not making America average again. Not making America mediocre. Not making America suck. Making America great. And Matt Gates fillets Laura Ingram. Number one, oh my gosh, Matt, you had to work with Democrats. Amazing. Listen to his response. It took your aligning with Democrats and even 
pals of Liz Cheney and the Republican Party like Ken Buck to produce a result that as of now has no solution. So what's your response to that? Well, the solution's quite easy. We should get to electing a new, more conservative, more trustworthy speaker immediately. And I'm calling on Patrick, Patrick McHenry, who currently is the speaker pro tem, to reconsider the decision that he just made to send everyone in Congress home for a week. This is not the time to go home for a week. We should stay and elect a new speaker. That's the path ahead. As far as the criticism that I worked with Democrats, the yellow brick road of working with Democrats was paved by Kevin McCarthy. Whether it was the debt limit deal, whether it was the continuing resolutions, this is a guy who was willing to partner with conservatives on the frivolous, right. but whenever there was a spending matter, he partnered with Democrats. That said, Speaker McCarthy's time is over. I wish him well. I have no personal animus to him. I, I hope he finds fruitful pastures, and, and I'm certain he will. There's no solution, she says. Is that honestly what what you're starting out of the gates comment is, Laura? Really? So then what you're saying is, since there's no solution in your eyes, why even try? Just limp along with your addiction. Just drag it along with you through your life. Laura, that's unfortunate. And it's about to get worse for you, hon. This is where she drops the look, Sonny. This is the Jake Tapper. I've been here since before you were born, right? Listen to the ego. These people in media, in your legacy news, really believe they are that special. They believe they are that important. They don't find themselves to be servants of yours. They don't believe that they offer you a service. That they're trying to present you with information that allows you to make the best decisions for you and your family. They believe they create what you should accept. We're here to tell you what's news. Listen here, Sonny. Audio soundbite two. I have been doing this, with, with all due respect, decades longer than you. Okay, you're a young guy. And so I agree with all I don't believe that, Laura. Did yeah, you start right. when you were like three? You right. Too Continuing young resolutions, the budget, the spending, all it's a total nightmare. But the yeah. fact of the matter is, y'all don't have the votes. You don't have the margin to from get to get from A to B to C. And so how does that. this get you closer? I, I categorically okay. reject that we don't how have do the votes get, for a budget. Con- hold on a second, Matt. How do you get closer to to all these things that, that are legitimate concerns when you still have a Senate? That says no can do. I mean, you got you got several senators who are actually completely on the other side on a lot of these no, you're issues. Right. You still have that uh, to you, contend with. So how do you get oh my to gosh, your Nirvana points, up. which are the conservative holy grail points of governance? Hey, Laura, he's your guest. The guest is the one we're supposed to be hearing from, not you, you blowhard. I've been here for decades, Matt. You don't have the votes. Therefore, why are you even trying? That is called an exercise in futility right there. That's insanity, right? Laura Ingram wants you just to throw in the towel and say it's insurmountable. There's nothing we can do. We can't fix this system. Why would you ever say that, Laura? And then you're such a... Ugh. So at this point in the in the in the conversation, McCarthy comes out. They have to break away to his 48-minute, you know droning speech about how he oh he quotes reagan and lincoln and oh those conservatives they are terrible right and then they come back mccarthy says this is over an ethics investigation 
McCarthy believes that the reason why Matt Gates had him in the crosshairs isn't because Kevin McCarthy is a liar, that he's lied equally to everybody. At least that's true. He's lied to everyone. It's about ethics investigations into Matt Gates. There were some allegations. He was into some sex trafficking or some wild stuff. All of it disproven, right? Listen to her and tell me if she sounds MAGA. Go. The Senate does not control how the House approaches its spending business. All right, hold on, Congressman. Hold on, hold on, because we got to go to McCarthy now. He's speaking live, but then you can respond on the other side. All right, we'll continue to monitor that. But back with me now is Congressman Matt Gates. Congressman, I know you've been listening in to former Speaker McCarthy's comments. Uh, He name-checked you and said, number one, you're not a real conservative because you don't want to govern conservatively. He also said that this really was personal, intimating that you're really PO'd that he didn't step in and put down that ethics investigation into you. And he knows it's personal, and you know it's personal. And you say? That's totally false. I'm the most investigated man in the entire United States Congress. I've been cleared by the FBI, DOJ, the Federal Election Commission. But you don't think that McCarthy did enough to stop this? I mean, isn't that wasn't that well known that you were mad that he didn't do enough to stop that investigation? Shut up. Laura. What are you doing besides blowing yourself up? You just grenaded yourself. It's about ethics. It's about that, isn't it? It is about that. Right, right, right. Just say it is because I know it is. It is right, 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 right. And this is where he get, absolutely gets her. Go. She brag tracks too. go. I'm that not saying there's anything an wrong with legend. being mad, by the way. I'm not. By the way, the beginning of Speaker McCarthy's comments there were lovely and nice about his past and his history. But when he says we're not conservative because we didn't vote to secure the border, I think that does merit a response. We passed a Department of Homeland Security border bill that would have required E-Verify with a host of other reforms. Then on a continuing resolution, Kevin McCarthy wanted us to surrender every other fight. Jack Smith, weaponized government, everything else going on just to isolate the border thing. Now, I don't believe that the way conservatives get ahead is surrendering everything but the border in order to address the border. Amen. So how do you not understand, Laura, what went on here? So we passed something that had to do with the border. It was important. And then Kevin McCarthy went to his office where, you know, Nancy Pelosi is, and they they canoodled a little bit. And he agreed that if we fund the wall, if we close the border if we start doing something at the border we'll give you that we won't pursue joe biden anymore we'll drop everything hunter biden we won't talk about any of this stuff are you kidding me and anybody scratching their head out there saying why did why did gates do this i don't know because he had to he had to be the adult in the room audio soundbite number five she does not stop She does not stop interrupting him either. She's telling Matt Gaetz, a sitting member of Congress, the guy who's upset everything here for a reason that he doesn't know what's going on. Go. And I don't think that the way to address the border is to pass E-Verify and then say that the strong border position is the abandonment of E-Verify in a vote that occurs 14 hours later. Well, you're not going to get the border done like the way we want to do it until you get the numbers. 
you're not going to get that border. You're not going to get what you want on the border. None of us are until you get the numbers in the House and you kick out some of these. Senators well, I don't think we're going to get side. frankly, Laura, I, I think it's worse than that. I yeah. think we're going to secure the border until we have the White House. But I, I also want to address this notion that we aren't conservatives. Right. Because what Kevin McCarthy believes about governing is that we have to utilize these continuing resolutions. And if the continuing resolution is conservative enough, if you hang some bells and whistles on it, that that really ought to pacify people who are right leaning throughout the country. I believe that the only way to achieve programmatic reform and to put downward pressure on spending is to do what was done back in the 90s, where every individual bill is conferenced and debated and subject to amendment. And of course, you have to compromise. Is anybody hearing anything that he's saying that seems outrageous? Is this off the walls to you guys? Are you like, holy cow, who's this guy? Well, you probably are because you haven't heard anybody do that. Laura Ingram says you're not going to get the votes. You're not going to. So why even try? Well, that's a great strategy, Laura. You hack. But wait, Gates, I think, becomes an all star with what he says next on the Wendy Bell Radio program. So now Laura Ingram is going to say, you know what I noticed after you drop this, uh, you know, we want to we want to vote on vacating the speaker. Then you put out a tweet connected to a fundraiser for you. So you're trying to make money off of this. Is that what it's all about? And I think she really thought she had him in her crosshairs until he dropped this. People are seeing your fundraisers instantly going out about this. You're raising money and it's, it's, it, it is oh, chaos I'm eager right to address now. That. And, yeah, let, well, hold okay. on. Let, let's well, address is it the not fundraising. a fundraiser? I think we have a full screen of it. Yeah. Is it, is yeah. it a fundraiser Laura, or not? And, and everybody fundraises. Again, I'm not, I'm well, not just by saying the way, that is another criticism of what's yeah, going on here. If I can get here. a word in here. Yeah, if I can get a word in here. I am the only Republican in the entire United States Congress who takes no lobbyist money and no PAC money. So absolutely, I communicate daily, vigorously with regular Americans because the only way I'm able to to advance my political goals is if just regular folks give me 10, 20, 30 dollars. And so I will take no lecture from the likes of people who do three lobbyist fundraisers a day and trade favors in order to get cash from special interests on how I raise money. And I take deep offense to anyone who wants to criticize the the mailman, the, the active duty service member, the grandmother who believes in me and goes to MacGates.com to donate. Matter of fact, right. I hope they do that right now. And I'm not sorry play? for it at all because yeah. I won't take the lobbyist and pack money like every other person here does. Isn't that important for you to know? I haven't accepted their money. Big tobacco hasn't influenced me. Big oil hasn't. Big pharma hasn't. I vote based on what my constituents tell me they want. And 70% re-election, that's the percentage he got. That's huge, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Laura Ingram shows more of her true colors. There's got to be a way that we can eliminate Matt Gates from this whole conversation, right? We got to farm him out somewhere else. Well, um, Congressman, Matt, of course, um, we hear that you might be running for governor. What, what what are you doing, Laura? What are you doing? And he eviscerates her. Go. Do you plan to stay in the House? Are you planning? Have you thought of running for office, like maybe the governor's race in 2026? What is your thought there? You know what, Laura? I think I'm exactly where I need to be, doing exactly what I need to be doing. What You're I need not to be thinking about it doing at all. is ensuring that we have. What's that? 
You're not thinking about it at all? I mean, come on. You're, a, no, you're an I, ambitious guy. And again, job. there's nothing Look, wrong with it. But why are we playing cute here? Every po- I'm not running for governor in 2026. I am here serving in the House in 2023 trying to get a budget. Why is it that when I'm trying to get a budget and single subject bills and a return to pre-COVID spending, all everyone's interested is in a political race that's three years from now. I am here doing this job. My voters elected me to do this, and that is what I have endeavored to do, at times with a very small group of people, but dedicated people, because we have to send a shockwave through Washington, D.C. We have to change this town. We have to change this system. She sounds terrible. She sounds snippy. She sounds haughty. She sounds like a know-it-all Republican in name only. She sounds like MSNBC. She sounds an awful like the same voices we heard on January 6th all sang the exact same thing. Stop parading as conservative, Laura. Fox, while you're at it, stop pretending that you're not a network of suck because you are. And then finally, how about this? If Republicans lose the House, she's all listen to this. Let's say Republicans lose the House. Will you feel any any regret for having done what you did today? Absolutely not. I believe that we were destined to lose the House if we didn't do what we did today because we didn't give anyone something to believe in. I've traveled all over this country and I have seen the despondence and the sadness in conservatives who don't believe that Republicans in Congress are fighting enough for them. Half of your monologues every night are about the failures of House conservatives to really dig in and fight. You are in many ways a true North to try to help us focus on the things that that matter in in these uh, contentious debates and discussions over legislation. But you know what? We're not going to lose the House. And you know why? Because Donald Trump is going to drag a bunch of people to victory who probably wouldn't have deserved it otherwise. But that's what happened in 2016. 2020 was was another good year for Republicans at the congressional level. So when Trump's on the ballot, we do pretty well. And I suspect that we'll do well when he's our nominee. Listen to her. Will you have regrets? It just happened. What has she told him? One, you don't have the votes. Two, why would you do something? There's no way you're going to win. Three, Right. Are you going to run for governor? Can we get rid of you here soon? Four. Will you have regrets? How about what happens next, Matt? And why on God's green earth would the speaker, the temporary speaker, call a week long recess? Basically. Hey, everybody, you know, you've worked so hard. You've been here for six hours today. Let's put a lid on it and everybody go home. Hell no. Go get your kids sleeping bags. Get your feety pajamas, grab your retainers, and let's go. We're having a slumber party. Let's figure it out. Laura Ingram, no, it's too much. No, it's not possible. No, it can't work. No, you don't have the votes. How about, Laura, you suck? And so does Fox. Babe, pay close attention to how these people address all of this. Mark Levin, hack. Laura, hack. Sean Hannity, hack. Do these people make millions of dollars? Absolutely. And I'm just a mom. The difference? I won't lie to you. Buckle up, friends. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program, Many Colors of Conservatives. How conservative is Thomas Massey? How conservative is Jim Jordan? You listen, you decide. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.